What up, everybody, and welcome to the Short Series Podcast. On this podcast, I sit down with artists, creatives, and young entrepreneurs to talk about their stories. This podcast was recorded in Kansas City, Missouri with a very talented individual. Enjoy the wave. What up, everybody? It's Nate with Streetwave, and welcome to the Short Series Podcast. I hope all is well. Um, but real quick, uh, I just want to like get to some things off my chest right now. Um, I think for 2020 so far, it's been rough for us as artists right now, just for um, we've had such a passing away of just amazing people. And um, I think I'm just so grateful to be surrounded by friends and support, so I'm able to like work through my struggles so uh, for those that are out there that are suffering, man, just um, cling on to great people, good friends, um, great energy, and um, positive lifestyle. Um, but let's get back to the show. Um, today, my guest, the one and only Mo. Hello. <laughs> What's I'm going Mo. on? How are hey, you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. How's your 2020 so far? You know, it, like you said, it's um, there's been a lot of heavy things happening, but with good people, good support, you're able to get through it. Yeah. move through it together yeah. um and it definitely has a play on people's emotions but you know being in the barbershop and stuff it it just makes it easier to like it puts me in a position where i gotta lift people up like yeah. i want to be that person that makes someone else feel good so inside yeah. like i'm feeling good like yeah. that's how you get through it yeah uh, i definitely believe in positivity like 100%. it's got to be an ingredient to um build the team to build a, a family to build friends We've all got to be in it. And I know we struggle with it from time to time being creatives because we get caught up in shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, 100%. I appreciate you being on the show, though. I think this is going to be exciting. Yes, thank you the listeners don't know, though, how we actually met, though. Like, low-key, we were at your <laughs> dope-ass barbershop. Yes, Herringbone. 80th, 80th and Metcalf area. Yes, it's right, like right. right like down the street from that little one movie, single movie theater. Like yes. it's just one. Yeah, and there's like theater. Gomer's. Go- er, Homer's. No, Homer's. Yes, Not Homer's, Gomer's Coffee. Homer's, yeah. And honestly, they're just redoing all of that little area. So there's um, a, it's essentially just like the parlor, like right. the same concept. Yes, yeah. Um, just moved in. They're I've heard cl- about they that. They call it Strang Hall. Yeah. Um, there's a farmer market there in the summer. It's a cool little area. I'm, I'm glad they're like um, really utilizing that area now. Cause like, yeah. to be honest, I knew that area just for dealerships. Let's just be honest. I'm like, yes, there's, so, no, there's there was. so many gardens. There was a dope ass <laughs> hotel also on that street. It's like white Haven. It was like from like the 1950s. I used to stay there with my grandmother. They like plowed that out. It's really? not there See, anymore. I didn't but even like know that, that area used to be like, that's be good for me. That's why. So I'm glad that it's like coming back around. And I've got some homies that are like trying to get back into that area to do different things as mm-hmm. well. So it's cool. Uh, let's dive into your life. Um, yeah, for sure. I want to I wanna know a little bit more about you. Um, just where you're from. Um, All right. yeah, to where you are now. So I'm originally from Kansas. I'm from uh, southeast Kansas. Grew up like on a farm. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Southeast. So. Yes. All right. So if I throw out some names, you cannot you know judge me for this fort scott kansas i went that's to high was, school that's where i was born okay okay we're um st paul yeah gerard yeah gerard say yes. less yes yeah <laughs> i know exactly like on the way to pittsburgh yep yeah 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 no that used to be that used, yeah that used to be <laughs> the spot for partying obviously because mm-hmm. pitt state was there um i had some good friends there yeah um i just have not been back in that town for 
A couple years. Yeah. Couple years. See, I so I did. I went to high school in sh- uh, well, not in Shawnee. I went to high school in Desoto. My family was living okay. in Shawnee. Okay. But um, so I didn't like. I don't know. That's that's home for me. But I didn't like actually go to school there. Um, I graduated from Desoto. Yeah. So that was an experience in and of itself. <laughs> it's high school, but um. Uh yeah, St. Paul Gerard, those are the roots, man. And that the farm life, like I think that really kind of influences, definitely influences work ethic within right. me. Like yeah. no, I see it's that. always, you know, you get innovative, you get creative. Um and there's not a whole lot of that there either. I was always kinda like the one who stood out because like tattoos, I wanted to have blue hair when I was six. Like I was just like crazy yeah and um yeah it was just like really fun because everyone no one had seen it before in my family so like everyone was just like okay like i guess so like (laughs) if you say so no i feel the same way check this out so that's crazy you say that fort scott hella small town um i'd be listening to like mxpx all these like punk rock groups like wearing dickies with converses <laughs> and like i would be definitely the odd shape out and i played baseball so there was like i was kind of a jock but like th- i'd only play baseball yeah. that was it so i didn't give a shit i was like i'm gonna listen to this music i'm gonna do a mohawk after i graduate <laughs> and i'm gonna rock this shit and it was a good season so yeah. i definitely understand like um i wanted to i wanted people to remember me somehow yes if I was to look back now, that's what I wanted to do. It was like, ha, I did not wear Wranglers. I didn't wear boots. I was but not like, an ag. I was not any of it's those. Like, like almost like you don't want them to like remember you in the same sense because you like we look so different now. Yeah. Like, yeah, at the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, like 100%. I've honestly gone back to DeSoto where I graduated from and walked in to um, a gas station. There's like three people I graduated with and. I just like looked around and like no one said anything to me and I was like, cool. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. hey. <laughs> no, that's the I'm same changed. thing. I go like, home and everyone just like, <laughs> I mean, now with the tattoos that I have, they're like, whoa. Yeah. They're like, like, who's this guy? I shaved He's my a thug. <laughs> like, oh my God, she must be crazy. But little do you know, I just, I actually live a very boring life outside of work. My work is like the crazy part of my life. <laughs> Let's talk about um, your work. Yes. Um, barbering. Barbering. Uh, How did that all get started for you? So it started with cosmetology. Um, I did do one semester of college first at Pitt State. Okay. Um, just to see, like, prove to myself I wasn't going to miss out on anything. Didn't feel like I was going to miss out on anything. <laughs> Left. Went to cosmetology school. Um, I went to Eric Fisher Academy in Wichita. Okay. Um, spent a year there. And then moved back and started working in Overland Park, um, which, by the way, Eric Fisher Academy is, like, top. That school is amazing. Is like, it? The and it's crazy. It's in Wichita, of all places. Yeah. Like, people, like, don't understand how, just how well-connected Eric is. Um, right. And the educators that he brings in through there, like, it's lifelong connections. It actually, someone I met through his school, two people I've met now, have resurfaced in the last year. Um, and I, whenever I went to New York and just recently did the artist showcase and I got to do barbering there, um, 
I reached out and he like Nick Arojo, I met him through wow. Eric and yeah. he let me just like gave me a space to use at his salon. That's incredible. Uh, one of his salons yeah. in New York and was like, yeah. So that really came back around. A hundred percent all yeah. the time. Um, and another photographer that I worked with at this at the school, um, he's in Miami and he recently came back around and we're planning on working together again soon, like going out to Miami. Damn. So so that's with the modeling even like it's yeah. it all connects it all yeah. connects yeah which is i'm glad you mentioned modeling so let's dive into that thing yeah like it's how, i mean it's cool how this all like <laughs> just I mean, blends it's the together fashion industry you know it's, exactly it's the fashion industry so it all like my look is accepted in my career with barbering and like it definitely influenced like my career and my outward expression influenced each other mm. um and with that, like the modeling has just kind of came about, um, you know, friends started pushing me in front of the camera like four years ago, maybe. And then I started really taking it serious, like the last two years. And it's it's exciting. I have big things planned for it in 2020. Um, there's a lot that's about to start happening. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Uh, well, and. Um, it was really cool to be a part of the discussion at your shop with the, with you ladies yes. and really just, um, uh, you know, make aware of, um, you know, bad decisions or bad moves made by photographers. Yeah, it um, it's it's tricky sometimes, but as soon as you start to better understand exactly what it is that you're supposed to be doing, like modeling is so much more than just showing up and like just taking a picture right. like once you understand exactly like what like take it as a job take it seriously like you're there for a purpose and like it's a service that essentially you know like it's a marketing service is what it is for yeah. pretty much whatever you're doing yeah and it's definitely helped you and like probably as a barber being a model yes and a model being a barber yes uh, my hair is always clean. <laughs> That's nice. Right. <laughs> it's always like, on. It's always on point. It's always done. Um, that definitely helps. And um, also just the connections. You know, there's people in and out, and people know people. Like, if they see something they like, then they speak on it. And they, mm. people are good to people that you're good to. You know. And my clients have definitely, definitely helped launch and push me to further levels with modeling as well. Yeah, yeah. And now, now what's up next for you? I know we were talking before. So 2020, there's a lot coming. Um, we just moved into a space where I have room for, like, my own studio. So mm. I'm going to be – I'm finding a way to – Let's. how do I say this? I'm creating a way to bring barbering into – the, like more of a conversation like really like highlight that aspect um because it really it's all about relationships like yeah. all business yeah. all, everything like any person that you interact with it's all about relationships 100. and that's been my biggest lesson in barbering through hair school through modeling through my whole life like working with people um and i really want to highlight that i think that it's kind of an interesting take being a woman in the barbering world. Um, How's that been for you? It's 
it's interesting like i it? and maybe i'm just like way more like introspective and overthink shit like i don't know no, i'm no. i'm really empathetic and like i just like i've always i really enjoy my clients you know like i really enjoy like i like knowing about them and like how they're doing like i care and um so it's interesting because I started in the salon and I've worked there for five years and that environment is way more female oriented and females we talk we talk we talk about our feelings like we all know like cool but when you walk into a barbershop you know it's very much just like it's shop talk it's fun da, da, da. but me being a female like I do tend to get not the softer side of guys I don't want to say that because I don't want to like make anyone mad out there who's listening to this like you're not like it's not that you're soft but I just like I just feel like I get to know my clients on a like more emotional level I get to build that conversation with them a little bit easier yeah, yeah. um it's easier to open up and I just really enjoy that um I think it's really cool um to see that and to kind of break barriers and it's kind of like I've grown up around men and always like been surrounded by men my whole life. So it's kind of like teaching me, like I want to have more of the conversation with people about like, it's okay for dudes to like feel okay. And we should encourage them to talk. Like we should be creating safe spaces, not only for men, but for anyone like right. in general, yeah. but society does, you know, tell men toughen up deal with it and we see that a lot and it it sucks yeah no one should feel like that well it's crazy um like my tattoo artist is my therapist and 100%. then my barber is my therapist 100 percent. like if i'm having a shitty day or shit's going bad that day or whatever um it's good for me to just like vent for them i'd have yeah. no idea why I have no idea why but it's just like my nail lady is the same way like yeah. my nail tech tabby oh my gosh shout outs to her i love <laughs> that woman she's seen me through it all like <laughs> i think it's important especially for us creatives to have relationships like that yeah so we're able to like cycle and like make sense of what's like really directly in front of us that day that may go right or wrong yeah i know? totally agree i whenever i have friends over like i enjoy talking about life like what's going on in your world like let me know what's up like yeah. how are you feeling this yeah. is how i'm feeling Cause it's normal like and everyone needs a safe space and sometimes you know we're so disconnected in this world these days like we really are there's no denying it anymore mm. like no one could ever deny that shit anymore yeah sorry i, I don't know if i'm allowed to cuss oh um, shit you can okay. fucking say whatever you want <laughs> okay <laughs> but um yeah it's we're all disconnected so it's nice like and it's important with work like you know, I'm also, like you said, how, like, your your other therapist is your tattoo artist, right? So yeah. the th thing that, like, these two people have in common is um, it's touch. Like, we're, like, you think of, like, doctors, like, physical therapists, but then you have, like, tattoo artists, estheticians, massage therapists, and your barbers or hairstylists. Like, we're all trained in how to, like, correctly touch people, like, essentially. Oh, yeah, true. And touch is a powerful thing. Yeah. 100. A lot of people like don't like like to live on their own and stuff. So like like hugging is like so important. I remember whenever I worked at the salon, I would always make a point like the little old ladies that maybe like they're widows or something like yeah. you always hug them. Hello and hug them goodbye because you don't know when the last time they got that. Like that's, that's true, yeah. 
that's huge for yeah. people it makes yeah. a big difference yeah and like visiting my grandmother before she passed away in december i'd always go like go to her uh, like apartment place where she stayed it wasn't like a nursing home because she took care of herself she was a strong yeah. independent woman um she would always introduce me to people on her floor and like they'd become friends and I'd be like, Virginia, how's it going? <laughs> you know, give a hug, spend that time. And I know that meant something. It means so I know that much. an incredible like feeling, not just yeah. for myself, but I know it was for them. Yes, definitely. Like you just want to, the goal, I mean, the d- goal is always definitely to make your hair look flawless. Don't get me wrong. Hair, beard, whatever. I want you to have an incredible experience, walk out of there looking top notch. But Beyond that, I want you, like, if you had a shit day, you better walk out of there being like, I had a shit day, but it's about to be a good night. Like, right. yeah. I feel better. Yeah, like, that that's the most important thing at the end of the day. And I think it's really easy to lose track of that in the barbering world. 100. Um, because, you know, like, I don't want to get into the whole, like, pricing thing, but, like, it is a saturated market. And so, like, a lot of people say like okay well i'll just like cut my prices and i'll be busier but like let's be real do you want to be cutting hair in the barbershop on your feet 10 hours a day for five to six days a week and until you're like 60 hell no no you don't i've been doing this shit for like seven years and like i feel it feel it in my body you know like for sure it's not easy work yeah nothing is no work is easy right (laughs) (laughs) no kidding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, I could see those dudes at your shop wearing them since right. they always wear like the Jordan ones if we all got, the time. Like the Heelys and stuff too. We could just be zipping back and forth, save us <laughs> <Hey>. some steps. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to re- like recreate those. Like, go ahead. Actually, um, I th- I believe it was Vans. I really hope I don't just like misquote this completely. I believe it was Vans though. They came out with um, they were coming out with a design for chefs and like hairstylists right um right. for being on your feet all yeah, day like yeah and then it's like um was it or they you don't slip yes whatever because no the product gets everywhere it gets yeah. hair you s- right, right right yeah i'm just seeing like maybe supreme might do the heelys like if they were to bring it back like that might be a statement for them that <laughs> i might have <laughs> like to type in new york would be bombing that would be, <laughs> that would be really high <laughs> i want to i want to also um dive into like just your uh color palette of like yeah. some favorite colors you like to work with as a model um Man. what's what's some really like colors that speak out to you it's crazy because whenever i dress myself like day to day i'm and maybe it's from hair school pattern i don't know maybe they really like tormented us for life with the all black every single day <laughs> but i'm like very like monotone for the most part but whenever i like to dress up or like if I have to style a shoe or if I'm like putting together a color palette for painting or hair whatever I'm just like bright like bright electric eye-catching um and recently I've been getting into playing more with um different just different variations of really natural colors yeah like on the same pattern or on the same like uh canvas I guess I should say but um, I still want to like, I'm about to start playing with blending the natural colors into the really bright colors, like just making like, mm. I don't know, you don't have to always go like the full head. Yeah, yeah. I have to learn how to tone it down sometimes for the certain clientele. Right. <laughs> for some reason, I've been staying away from the color red for some reason. I'll, I'll wear it like really subtle, but if it's like 
a lot of red. I'm like, I can't do it. See, I'm opposite. I either have to like wear my full length red coat or and like with my red boots. Or I just I can't No, I fuck with the the earth tones for sure. Like that's the shit I fuck with. Like and I build around that, you know? Just because it's a it's a warm feeling for me. Yeah. It's a vibe. Definitely. I mean it's always gonna feel natural. Right. Because it is, like, those are the colors that we can walk outside and see anywhere. Definitely, definitely. What do you think are some uh, key ingredients to be a good uh, barber these days, especially for, like, 2020? Continued education, always. It's a, like, especially now with the Internet, like, you can get on, people who don't even go to school, they can get online and look this up, and they can be just as good. Like, you don't have to go to school you have to go to school to get your license and that way you don't risk like ever being shut down and stuff and it's like it sucks i hate the politics of it because like technically i'm not even a certified barber per se i'm a cosmetologist but i have like done the classes for right. straight edge so right. and i see the pictures on instagram yeah, like, flawless that it's it the technicalities of it it's all like very like you know the fine fine print of what separates it but really the biggest thing that separates a cosmetologist from a barber is that cosmetology you learn color as well you learn color nails um skincare like i don't care about any i like color and i like cutting short hair right for the most part let's talk about that new york trip new york was amazing um Absolutely when you went amazing. out there and you did the hair design in color. I did that shit. It was off the chain. <laughs> the one, um, the flames you had. Yeah. So I really, I'm so glad you brought that up. I've been wanting to talk about my cul-de-sac, bro. Okay. So I got you. So I was sitting, I had this vision, like I was like, how, cause I'm all about like pushing the like beauty standards and like taking something that like, like probably wouldn't be cool and just like being like no it's fucking cool like i'm gonna make it cool i'm gonna make it mine i'm gonna make it cool so i was like what is like one of the ugliest hairstyles that like people would just be like no i would never ever want that and i was like oh a (laughs) cul-de-sac like (laughs) everyone wants hair on top of their head if they have hair on the sides right like no offense to any of my dudes with cul-de-sac like I just, I, I made it hot, literally. Like, yeah, I cool. had Aaron, uh, my coworker, he does my designs in my head for me. And um, I was like, yeah, I need flames coming from the bottom up towards my scalp, but like not all the way into my scalp or on the top of my head, the crown of my head. And he was like, okay, cool. So he cuts it in and he just like left it with the hair. And I was like, no, you have to like straight razor that out. And he was like, no, I'm not giving you no cul-de-sac. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're giving me a cul-de-sac. Like, that's what I want. That's that's the look. And he was like, no, I'm not doing it. That's going to look so stupid. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not putting my name. I was like, bro, just trust me. Just trust me. I said, I'm not going to be mad at you. And I'll tell people I did it myself if it looks that bad. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> Were and you there with, like, a mirror? Like, seeing how he was doing that? Yeah, definitely. Like, so definitely like, yeah, keeping your eye on the shit. Yeah, I mean, I trust him. He's okay, the one who's, like, taught me everything that I know about, like, designs and stuff, for real. Like, he's he's been barbering um, for probably closer to, like, 10 years now, maybe more. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah he's, he's – really, he's been cutting his own hair and doing designs in his own head since he was, like, 15, 16 years old. Like, 
he said he always says that uh, his dad always would have fuck up his hair so he just started learning how to cut, his, cut own his own hair, own hair. <laughs> <laughs> i've cut hair once not doing it again yeah it was a bad idea i don't know why the guy even trusted me <laughs> like i was like i got this mohawk it's chill nah it, yeah it no. uh I'm it turned out sp- awful. i'm spoiled i just go in there i mean we all are we you got to make sure everyone looks good you know so right. And that experience overall was great for you? Oh, really yeah. Enjoy? So, New York, it was amazing. So, I got the cul-de-sac. It looked hot. We painted the flames on. Um, so, I got out there. And, oh, I really want to touch on also my models. So, um, sh- so two of the models, um, Ayana and Jade, they came from Miami. Okay. Um, Jade is a photographer. And I fell in love with some of her work like a couple years ago and just started like spamming her page. And I really wanted her and Manuela to work together. Actually, I was like really trying to set that up. I was like, because like their visions together would be amazing. Um, And then through that, she saw my page. And I guess I didn't know this until I met her in New York. um, But I had inspired her to completely shave her head. And so her and her friend Ayana, who is a model, um and is amazing by the way too um she they like put it on their bucket list i guess to get a haircut by me so whenever i put out on instagram that i was looking for models in new york they reached out and were like we'll fly in from miami like we want a model for you we want our haircut i was like bet damn that was amazing um meeting them was an amazing experience and then i had yabeka as well and she um, I knew her from Kansas City. I've modeled with her here. Um, that's where I met her. And she just so happened to be, she's living in New York now. And um, I love her dearly. We're good friends. So whenever I put that out, she said that she could do whatever she wanted with her hair. So I was like, heck yeah, like, let's do it. Um, and it, I just couldn't have, like, from the team, like, with the, working with them, those three models, um, and then also Nick Arojo, like I mentioned earlier, right. helping me out. I just yeah. reached out to him and was like, you know, I don't know if you remember me, um, but this is how I know you. And this is what I'm doing. And I was just on a whim wondering if you have any space that I could just like come in and work and do my model's hair. And immediately he just was like, oh, yes, definitely set me up with his uh, like manager of that salon and it was just easy from there yeah. they gave me eight and a half hours to knock everything out which nice. was amazing so how many models total three three three. Oh shit so yeah. the first head that i started the first head that i started designing was ayana's and i really wanted to incorporate um some of the art that i do just like outside of work just like painting drawing um where i like to do the line drawings where it's one continuous line and i draw faces where i draw bodies and um I, so that's why I did her hair. I just painted my, one of my faces on, and then I cut out everything that wasn't that line um, and completely like shaved it all down. Um, and then Jade, she had the colorful, um, I don't even know really how to describe the shapes. It was like very, very much just a freestyle design. Um, like colorful shapes, really bright colors again. Everything glowed in black light as well. Damn. Um, so that was really cool because there was a lot of black lights there at the event. Um, and then 
Yebeka had the mohawk, which was um, also inspired to look like flames. And um, that was amazing. It actually, the trick was that it was not actually complete because whenever um, Yebeka had gotten to the salon, like I had just been finishing up, it, I was running behind a little bit with um, Ayana and Jade's hair and Yubeka had to work and her color took a little bit longer than expected so we didn't get to finish the cut on her sides and I was like it's okay I'll just cut it the day of the show like it's it'll only take me about like 20 minutes I didn't have to do a lot left and um so we got there the day of the show and they were like oh you can't cut hair here like at all <laughs> and I was like what do you mean I can't cut hair here like I just need to trim her hair so I ended up um, taking everyone, having to take everyone into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. <laughs> uh, taking everyone into the bathroom of this event space and um, using my cordless clippers and stuff and cutting their hair in the bathroom. Damn. Um, and like laying my like capes out on the floor so that way we like pick up all the hair. It was pretty epic. We have some funny videos of it. Um, but well, we got you, it done. You, you improvise. Yeah, we got it You're done. You're like, watch this. I'm from the Midwest. We can do this all day. Bathroom, like, not, not yeah. a problem. Truck stop, we can do this all day. It was too cold. I wasn't going to go cut hair outside on the sidewalk, so bathroom it was. <laughs> <laughs> we did that. But the show was cool. It was for um, Raw Artists New York. Um, and it was in Queens. And uh, there's about like eight to 900 people, I think, is what they said the final turnout was. And there was like at least, I would say 70 to 100 different artists as well. It was an amazing night. There was so many great people there. So many different connections. Um, like you had everyone from painters to jewelry makers, um, fashion designers. There was like runway shows and actually, oh my gosh, this was so crazy. So Scooter, the model from Kansas City as right. well. Yeah. Um, I had asked him previously to model if he would be my, one of my models for the show in New York. I was like, hey, any chance you're gonna be in New York these dates? Like, I wanna use you as a model. And he's like, that's crazy. I will be in New York, but it's I'm doing a different show. I'm sorry, like I wish I could come to your show. And I was like, no, it's okay. I wish I could come to your show. I'm backstage, like, getting my models ready and stuff, and I just, like, am getting, all of a sudden, I'm just, like, hugged, and he's like, oh, my God, and I turn around, and it's him, and we're, like, <laughs> we're at each other's show, yeah. so he was That's walking incredible. for a designer yeah. there, um, and that was really cool, so we got, you know, Kansas City yeah. love out there, yeah. it was awesome. The timing is and unreal. Ashan that. was with me, um, yeah, yeah, he went out to New York as well, yeah. uh, he, you know, always got some music stuff going yeah. on, yeah. so he shot a video out there as well, um, that was so cool, man, just to get to experience all of that. And, like, yeah, Sean and I are great friends, so, like, it just meant a lot to, like, have, like, people from around, who are around me in my day-to-day -day life to be able to be out there and, like, yeah. see that, too. Yeah. Like, that, it was so cool. It was it's, quite it's, the experience. Uh, it's a special time when you got the squad around. Yeah, definitely. You know I mean? And in a different city that you're not from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing. Yeah, it feels cool. really good. One word that describes you. Electric. That's the first one that came to my mind, and I can't think of another one. I like that. Yeah. Electric. Just, Just electricity. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. How can uh, the listeners tune into what's going on in your life? Um, you, pretty easy actually. You just follow me on Instagram. That's a, I mean, that's the easiest platform right now. 
um, eventually there's going to be more coming. Like I said, I'm working on the connecting with um, and being able to share more conversation about the barbering side of things. Um, so that will be coming, but you can find out all of that will be on Instagram, modeling Instagram. I have, you can book with, book with me online. Um, there's a link in my Instagram, but then you can also email me for like modeling and everything that email is posted on Instagram. It's literally all there. That's the easiest way. Um, and my Instagram is dirty uncle Mo. I love that. Just M O. Yeah. Just M O. That's simple. All right, listeners. Well, I appreciate your time, Mo. Thanks for coming through. Thank you for having Um, me. Great episode. Can't wait to get this out. Uh, Listeners, make sure you check us out on Instagram. That's Streetwave, S-T-R-E-E-T-W-A-V-E. And then we're on on like 10 different platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you have Apple Podcasts, become a subscriber. Listen to us every week. We got new things coming out all the time. We dig you. Thanks for coming through. And we out.